0: Hello, world. You are listening to Townley Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that tries to break down financial concepts into small, bite sized pieces so we can learn how to build our financial IQ. Today, we're going to continue our series about savings. Yes, savings, that first bucket when money comes in, that first 20%, we need to start filling buckets underneath. We had our emergency fund. We've had our retirement. We've talked about college, if that applies to you. Now we're going to get to the good stuff. This is where we start to move ourselves out of active income and start moving into passive income. Building wealth, we're going to start investing. It's the act of allocating resources, usually money, with the expectation of generating an income. So this is our money starting to work for us. Now in the beginning, when we do, when all we have is active income, we're gonna start putting money into a position to where it could start working for us. Again, this is called passive income. This is where your money works for you. Ways we can do this is we can buy stocks and bonds and mutual funds, real estate. We may even have a, we could buy a patent from someone if we write a song. We could do it that way. So if we're investing in something, it's usually money, but it can be talents and if you can resell it, if you write a piece of software and you start earning money from it, it could be passive income and start building your wealth. So when do you start to invest? When do you want to invest? Well, I kind of mentioned it before. This is part of our 20%. This is the first 20% we're taking off the top of our income and and we need to make sure that we have an emergency fund. I can't stress that enough definitely need to make sure we have our emergency fund, we have our retirement squared away, and if we're gonna do college, we wanna start looking at that as well. Now, we may be able to divide some of those monies between college and building wealth depending on what college plan you want to go on, whether you get your employer to pay it or our community college, but we can always start building wealth if college is not an option as well. So, once we have retirement and the emergency fund, that's when we'll start to do this, so. We want to start transitioning. The whole idea is to transition from active income. Remember, active income is when we're trading our time and talents for money. So in other words, we're the ones generating the money. We have to show up somewhere. If we're employed by someone and we make an hourly wage or even a salary, it still requires us to be there. Whereas passive income is money working for you. You can make money while you're traveling. You don't have to show up. You could be sleeping, quite literally. You could be making money 24-7. And the best part about it is, there's no limit to it, right? If you have enough dollars working for you, you can continue to build on that wealth. Whereas with active income, there's only one of you. And I don't know, unless you figured out a cloning technology, then you know, that wouldn't be, you know, you're still only gonna be you. Like we said, the emergency fund is established, the retirement plan is in place if we have a college fund. And then we have to determine what our tolerance for risk is. There are gonna be some investments that are gonna be riskier than others right? We can do the safe thing. We can put money into an interest account. You know, like if you have a checking account that pays one, two, or three percent, savings accounts don't seem to be paying that right now. But once upon a time, savings accounts did. There's also certificate of deposits that pay an amount. The problem with that is if you lock yourself into an interest rate such as that, right now we're going through a little bit of inflation. So if inflation is higher, you actually start losing money in that process, right? So let me explain that a little bit. If the cost of living has gone up 5%, so if you need 5% more money to live at the same level, but you have some money put into a certificate of deposit, only earning 2%, you're you're essentially losing 3% on your money. So you're actually losing money. Even though you're gaining money in that account against what the power of the dollar is able to do outside of that, you're actually losing 3% in the process. So. It's okay as you get closer to retirement to get more conservative and then, you know, hopefully you're earning more money at that time anyway and you have more passive income. But, you know, inflation is a real thing and we haven't really dealt with inflation in quite a while, but now it seems to be all everyone's talking about. So make sure you understand your tolerance for risk. If you go into the stock market, yes, you could make more money. You can make definitely a lot more money and you could probably hedge yourself against inflation with bonds but it's not a guarantee, it's more high risk, right? It's not a guaranteed amount. So you want to talk to a financial advisor or your banker to see what the options are, find out what the inflation rate is at the time, and then invest, you'll just need to invest. When shouldn't you invest? Well, you shouldn't invest if you're trying to time the market. A lot of people have put a lot of time and effort into timing the markets, and yes, you can do it from time to time, and makes some pretty good money, but it, over time, it's very hard to beat the markets. So it, if you wanna get some stocks and they're near and dear to you or you wanna support them because it's something you like, like Apple, if you have a lot of Apple products and you wanna own Apple, that's fine. If you wanna own Google because you love the Android operating system and you have a lot of Google devices and, and you wanna support them, that's fine too. But just understand that it's not always gonna be gold. I mean, th- these companies are real big right now but they may not always be. I mean, there, there have been companies that have been big in the past that are no longer. So keep that in mind. Make sure that the stocks you know, me have, have some sort of meaning to you and you enjoy watching them. And then when you do buy the stock, I, I highly encourage you to not watch the stock market every day. It'll drive you nuts. It'll absolutely make you loss averse when you see yourself losing money and gaining money. It'll drive you crazy. I only check it once a month, so yeah. Don't don't do that. I mean, don't drive yourself crazy. You don't have control over it. You want to invest in something. You want to make sure it's a good product. But at the end of the day, you have to let the markets do what they're going to do. You don't want to invest if your emergency fund and retirement funds are not on track, right? So if you had an emergency and you had to replace a washing machine or buy some tires for your car because they went they all went flat, then you need to make sure that we get the emergency fund back in order and then we get our retirement back on track if you have to borrow some money. All that means is you're just gonna take a time out from investing, from building wealth, and that's fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's, it's, it would be great if we could always put dollars in every check, but at the end of the day, we need to make sure those first two buckets are sound before we move on. And then of course, if you're spending more than you make, if you haven't got yourself out of debt yet, then it probably doesn't make sense to try to build wealth, right? You wanna put all of that money towards your debt, you wanna to try to get yourself out of that hole. Now, there's certain debts, and we could talk about this maybe in another episode, that are better than others, but if you have debt that is like your home, well, I mean, I understand that that's gonna be a big purchase, gonna take a long time. I wouldn't suggest waiting until you pay off your home to start building wealth, but, or even a car, you know, although you could argue that maybe cars should be paid for before you build wealth, but anything else, like if you have credit card debt or if you have debt that is signature, in other words, there's nothing that's guaranteeing it. You're, you're just, it's, it's signature credit. I mean, someone gave you credit. It's usually got high interest involved with it. I would pay those off. Just like the example before, if you're paying a credit card that's got 30% interest on it, you're gonna it's going to take you a long time to get out of that hole. There's no way you're going to want to invest money and even earn it, uh, 5% because you're going to lose money on that deal. So you don't want to do that. So make sure that you have your debt, your signature debt, all your debt except for perhaps your home, maybe a car depending on where you are, you know, paid off before you start building wealth. So you need to make it also part of your spending plan. So this is part of your spending plan. You want to pay it like a bill. Again, once those other boxes are checked, this is the one that should get the rest of the 20%. And if you can afford to do more, if you want to, you know, be financially independent sooner, maybe you take some of your want money and throw it at this too. Some people feel... A lot more secure when they have money in the bank and there's nothing wrong with that other people feel good with things like cars and jet skis and, and doodads so you know check yourself make sure that you're being happy in this process but you want to make sure that it's part of your spending plan and you're setting money aside every time to add to this because this money is only going to build and help you in the long run and then Of course, make sure your retirement's on track. So when I talk about building wealth, I'm talking about to get us to that retirement, right? If our retirement is taken care of, that's a point in time in our future where our money should take care of us going forward. So building wealth is between here and there. It's that bridge that's going to get us between now, and that could be a 19-year-old who's just starting their first job or going to college, or it could be that 22-year-old coming out of college and starting their first job, or it could be that, that plumber that's just starting for the first time, trying to become a journeyman in the process. So Wherever you are in your journey, if you're 20 years into your career and you've already switched jobs three or four times, you can only start now. You don't have a time machine. You can't go back. So start now. Start building wealth as soon as you have those other buckets filled. And then have a purpose, right? You want to make sure that if this is to become financial independent, find out what that number is for you. Speak with a financial advisor or a friend that's really smart about that kind of stuff. You can reach out to me even. Let's find out what that money is. If you were to have your ideal day every day for the rest of your life, how much money would it take? How much money would you need to be able to do it? Well, if you're gonna be a world traveler, you're probably gonna need a lot more money. If you're okay just waking up belonging to a country club and playing golf every day, then that's fine too. If you wanna own a boat, I have no idea what it costs to, uh, to, to own a boat. I know boats are expensive and it's really expensive to own them because all my friends that have them seem to always be putting money into their boat, So, But if it makes you happy, that's what you need to be doing. So go ahead and do that. But you need to figure out what that number is so you know what your retirement is. Also with your wealth building, how much you're going to put into that as well. So there's going to be a big ticket item. So maybe maybe one of the things you're going to save up for is your dream house as you retire. Maybe you want a secondary house. And that's one of the things that my wife and I have talked about. We have our place here in Texas, but we may want something up north wherever our daughter's going to end up. That way we can go visit and still have a place that is our own. And then we, we, maybe we could Airbnb it on the side. And ho- that would be some passive income and hopefully pay for itself. You know, we also like to travel. So some of what we want to do is take our money now, not always put it into the markets, but we want to actually use it because we're not going to be this young again. We want to do some traveling. So have a purpose for your investment. Sometimes it's not always money. Sometimes it's time. Like for me, I enjoy more experiences. I like. I want to be with people in, in, in exotic locations or travel around the world with them or meet them like a Yellowstone or something like that. I like doing that. We're going to take a trip downtown and stay in a nice hotel for the experience of it. Yes, that's money I could put in the market, but the money I'm going to put in the market, I'm going to take it out and do this one day anyway. Why not today? So have a purpose for what you're doing with your investments. Make sure that when you're building wealth, you understand what you're trying to do. And, and, and sometimes it may be just making the numbers go bigger, but remember, you can't take it with you, so you might as well enjoy some of it now. So, in recap, investing is the act of allocating resources, usually money, with the expectation of generating an income. And we want to do that with our retirement, but we also want to do it when we're not having retirement. Retirement is normally going to have some extra rules, like you have to be a certain age before you can get to it. This is money that's going to be, you know, if it's in a Roth IRA, you know, yes, technically that is a, a, a retirement account. But the principle of that you can get to now. So maybe you want to use it to do some fun things while you're still young, right? We're trying to build that passive income because we know that passive income works all the time. So if you have something for sale or if you write a a piece of software or if you have a song that people are listening to, that's constantly generating revenue without you having to be involved with that. We're trying to move from active income to passive income because eventually we want it all to be passive income. We don't want to have to work anymore. That's the goal going forward. You need to know when it's time not to invest. So if if you had an emergency and you have to use your emergency fund and you need to backfill it, or if your retirement's no longer on track, we need to make sure those things are taken care of because we don't want to get to retirement and find out we didn't have enough money in the meantime. So, And then make sure it's part of your spending plan. Make sure you are putting it as part of your spending plan. So when money comes in, you're automatically allocating it to go somewhere else. And you can do that through a lot of different ways. You can create another savings account and have some of your money go directly from your paycheck into that. That way you never see it. You don't feel it and, and it just starts to build on its own and then you move it where it needs to go. Maybe you can do that with a financial advisor as well. And then make sure you understand the purpose of why you're doing this. We don't want to save money for this for the just the sake of saving money. No one likes to tighten their belt and know that they can never eat out whenever they want or, or you know, no one wants to feel the pain of tightening the belt. This is not about tightening the belt. This is about putting money away so that you can enjoy life a little bit more as you get older, right? So make sure you understand that purpose. Hey, reach out to me. Let me know what you think about building wealth. Do you have some other ideas? I'd love to hear them. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn. Reach out and say hi. Or my website, seantownley.com. Reach out to me. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know if there's anything else you want to hear about. I've got, I still have a list that I'm going through, but if you want to hear something in particular, I'll be happy to do an episode on that. Just reach out and let me know. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.